Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. You're tuned into the Green Side Story at All West Bay Web Radio. I'm your host, Dwayne, with my co-host, Candice. Hey, and we have a special guest, Project Work. What's going on? So, um, basically, we just want to get straight into it. Um, you're a very uh, chaser kind of person. So, um, we want to talk about the importance of detox. Um, as we told you before, um, this show is basically we focus on, you know, holistic health and wellness and everything like that. We talk about, you know, um, eating clean and, you know, making better food choices. But a lot of times we don't really focus on undoing the damage that's already been done. So with that, um, I mean, I guess we can say that you're an expert. I know you definitely have read a lot about um, detoxing and stuff like that. So, um, if you mind, if you don't mind, uh, kind of um, telling us a little bit about yourself and also about the importance of detox. Absolutely. Um, well, who's going to start? But uh, it's funny now that I'm kind of, I've kind of found this lane in health and wellness because my background is in technology. Uh, in technology, I have two degrees in electronics and information technology. And... Um, you know, skill-wise, that, that, that's my state in regards to marketing and, um, you know, online branding and development. But interestingly or not enough, probably about, um, I mean, I first got serious about health and health back in 2008. But it wasn't until my own body started to break down in 2014 that and in that process of learning myself and healing that the light bulb came on, that I was really tapped into, oh, this is what people talk about when you find your passion, the thing that you think about all the time, um, the thing that you'll do for free and you can spend hours and ghost in it and, you know, you love it. And that process for me has just turned on this level of passion of how to spreading the message that one, your body can heal. You can heal. There's nothing on this earth, and I stand on this statement. And no, I'm not a medical doctor, you know. I'm not a, what some people call a scientist or whatever else, but I, but I stand on that statement based on, one, my own personal experience, two, based on my studies. I would argue that I've studied more and learned more teaching my own self about health and wellness that I did you know, spending six plus years in college learning technology. And that's kind of how I got to where I am now with seeing the people around me just falling apart, seeing my family members sick, you know, die early ages. Like, at one point I was so deep in the church that I began to question God, like, yo, something ain't right. Like, I, I need some deeper answers. I know, you know, Mama told me I was going to question God, but I, I had to have a one-on-one with God. Like, God, something ain't right when, I'm not talking about half-steps. I'm talking about people who really were on the up and up, right? Loving God, living this supposedly right way. But I see them suffering and not being able to get any level of relief. And that was a... It was, it was life-changing for me because it took me through not only physically healing myself, but spiritually releasing myself from some bondage.
physically, not only health-wise, financially, just in every way. So that's kind of how, you know, I got to where I am. But, you know, in regards to detoxing, man, it's, it's really one of the most important things that you can do. Now, if we look at this thing, you know, the body itself naturally detoxes. If it didn't, you would die. So the detoxing is just a matter of flushing. It's no different when people, people are so kind of strange. They're like, well, why do I need a detox? I think people who are actually against it, well, the body naturally is supposed to do X, Y, Z, and that is true. However, why do you go and take your car to get an oil change? Why do you change the filters in your car? Why do you change the filters in your house? Why do you even vacuum? Because of the accumulation of things, whether it's the things that you put inside of your home or inside your car, or the environment itself. So the problem happens when we put obstructions in the body so the body can no longer naturally do its job. We get backed up. So most people are constipated, eating two, three, four, five, six, seven times a day, only using the bathroom maybe once in that. I mean, some people actually only losing their bowels several times, you know, a few times a week. So where do you think that waste is going? It sits. And once that waste begins to sit, it gets to back up. And that's when we start to see disease form. That's when we start talking about cancer. Because the body is no longer naturally able to do what it has to do to do. But what I know as a fact is once you lose the obstruction, the body has the power to, to do it up. I hope I answered your question. <laughs> yeah, I think you definitely um, opened a lot of eyes just now. Um, Candice, anything you want to say versus that? Uh, no, I, I really like the analogy um, between cleaning your house and cleaning uh, your body because, you know, I, I, I haven't cleansed Seriously, You know, I've only, and it's funny because you know, when you relate to church, like the church will tell you to fast for spiritual reasons, but they won't tell you to send yourself, and they won't tell you to change your eating habits, and they won't tell you to come up off your fast, you know, in a certain way or whatever. But yeah, the fasting, I, like I said, I'm only fasting for church, um, and the funding, you know, just seems like a really good idea, but, you know, and so we'll get into it probably, but as far as, like, different types of cleanses, I was always like, oh, I don't want to have to do without, I don't want to have to have these systems of, uh, you know, withdrawal or the things that you have when you're cleansing your body into these things. So I really, I really like what you said about cleansing and refreshing your body. But you know what, you make a good point because, you know, I was deep in the church and the last, probably the last, Three or so years before I finally left the church, you know, I was really trying to become strong in my walk. And I found it, I found it interesting that it was almost a sense of guilt if you expected to get any other benefit from fasting other than spiritually. It's like you, you, you know, if you go into it expecting maybe to lose weight or expecting the health benefits, that was like a no-no. You know, it's like you should be just looking at this from a spiritual side. And I and I find that to be interesting as well. And here's the 
here's the problem with doing things and not knowing why you do to do things. Intention is everything. So what I would experience watching people around me, those were the examples that I had, they were leading up to the past, they would stuff themselves sick because the past is coming. The past is coming. <laughs> so you literally just eat yourself to death, right? Then you kind of will it. So I'm going to just use my willpower, you know, or whatever those amount of days were. It wasn't a lot of, and again, I can only talk about the things that I saw. So it wasn't a lot of, and I don't know what everyone just did in their own private time, but I'm just saying what I saw and the things that I heard people say. It wasn't a lot of focus on, you know, what was happening during this time. It was just about, oh man, we can't have that either. Woo! And so you, you you just pushing yourself through, right? Until the very last day, and then boom, you go right back to your thing you did before. But what did you really do? What did you really accomplish? You just you just follow what you were told to follow, and it doesn't it doesn't surprise me that there that there are not there wasn't a lot of growth that would happen for people during that time because they're thinking so hard. Yeah, my um, my father actually um, he's he has he's a part of a church in Tampa, and they did like a Daniel fast. And my father, which I've said a lot of times on this on this show, is like a stone cold carnivore. Like he would be the one grilling in the wintertime, like full full on blizzard. You know, we're in New York right now, he's just out there, you know, grilling and stuff like that. So you know, I told him I don't eat meat. I mean, I've always been slim my whole life. It's like, I mean, really? What what would you need to lose? But like during the fast though. You know, I, I sent him some recipes and stuff like that. I was supportive. And, yeah, he said that he was, you know, feeling a lot better, you know, a lot clearer, a lot lighter on his feet. Um, I think he had, I think he lost, like, 20 pounds, something like that. Wow. So, you know, it was, um, I mean, he went back, but still, like, you know, it's, he's eating more vessels and he's more conscious of what he's actually consuming. So, you know, you never know. Like, it's, um, it's, a uh, well, not all sure do the dang fast, but, I mean, if they are going to do that, that's kind of a good way to segue it in if you're trying to, you know, get your church to kind of, like, you know, live, get more right. scripture to back it up. But, well, you know, Daniel did this. Just oh. throw it out there. In a lot of the churches do, like, a full fast. I'm not sure. And I know I, everything they get in Ramadan is bad. Like, what is Ramadan that they eat, like, um, and they, they have jokes. And, and no offense to religion or religious people, they have jokes about Ramadan and how, like,
triggers something in your mind, like, huh, it may be something to this. Indeed, indeed. And actually, with that, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right with you with the uh, greatest side story. Stay tuned. Ladies and gentlemen, you are tuned into the greatest side story at Old Westbury with Old Westbury Web Radio. I'm your host, Dwayne, with my co-host, Candace. And our special guest, Brooke. So, yes, we were talking about the importance of detoxing. And, um, you know, we talked about kind of like how the old people had upbringings in the church and how um, fasting was a very important part of that, but they didn't really seem to fast right. They'll only try to fast for spiritual reasons and not, you know, um, health reasons. So, um, we pretty much kind of touched on the aspect of, like, the physical aspect, but um, as far as, like, the mental aspect, like, how should your mentality be framed when, you know, deciding that you want to make a lifestyle change and you want to, like, really detox your mind? And I think, you know, it all kind of ties in with the mind and the body. Living long, 
actually living well. I think we get it twisted, like, because I saw a study that was going around, I think it was floating around on Twitter about, you know, blacks are living longer than, you know, they were in the past. Well, the question is not, are we living longer? It's the quality of life that we're having. So what does it benefit you to live to your 80 if the last 25 years before that you suffer? You're in pain. You're popping pills. You can't get around. You need someone to help you. You know what I mean? So that, you know, making that decision that I'm not going to live this way. Like everyone in my family, with the exception of very few, they're overweight. They're popping pills. I have everything that you can think of from cancer, high blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes, uh, everything that you can name. And I just made a decision that's not going to be my life. Like, I don't care what you say about heredity and, and, and genetics or whatever. Like, it's not going to be my life. So the first part in this detox process is understanding what it is. It's, it's about bettering yourself. It's about taking care of yourself. And then make that ultimate decision that I'm going to do this for real this time. Like, I'm really going to do it. And when I say for real this time, that doesn't mean that you won't attempt to do it one time and not follow through or not do as well as you intended to. You may have intended to do 20 days and you may have failed, you know, and only did 10. That's not what it does. Making a decision means I'm going to keep going. Like, there is no number of times that I could fail that will stop me. Like, I'm going to keep going until this is achieved. That's when you lock in your mind. That decision-making process, like, I'm in. There are no more options to retreat. And I talked about uh, on my podcast two weeks ago about burning your boat. And the analogy becomes, it comes behind a story that's told about Fernando Cortez, who was a Spanish conqueror. And he decided that, you know, he was going to gather his men and overtake the Aztec Empire. So they gathered their boats and headed towards central, the, the shores of central uh, Mexico to do just that. But when they got there, they were outnumbered tremendously. And his men started to become doubtful and fearful. Like, no, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if this was a good idea. And he ordered his men to immediately burn the boat. And he said, if we're going home on boats, it's going to be on their boats. And the, the idea is that it's something about eliminating options. If you eliminate the option to fail, it's something that triggers in you naturally. We, we have that natural response system where it's just like when you see women uh, on TV, they do these different segments. Um, you know, a child being ran over by a car, right? You see the mother just says, women start dressing so much that she's able to physically lift this car. How is that possible? How, how is that possible? You know what I'm saying? There's so much more to us on the inside when we remove the option. So that is what I think mentally for the person out there who's thinking, like, what do I need to do? How do I need to start? When you know the why, the how doesn't matter. You can figure that out along the way. Just commit to my life is enough. I mean enough to me to take care of myself and to begin this process. <laughs> yes, yeah, so actually, I think I heard that story in uh, Thinking Grow Rich. About that situation, where folks, uh, 
gotta just have to remove all of the means of escape so that you're basically forced to sink or swim. Like, this is what it is. So, yeah, basically. I mean, literally. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so yes, um, yeah, I mean, when I um, decided to stop eating meat, um, I had seen a bunch of different people. Uh, I said this on the last show, actually. Um, one of my friends, his, his ex-girlfriend, um, probably like 2000, almost 10 years ago, actually more than 10 years ago, she was um, an ethical vegetarian. She was like, no, I love animals and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, you want to try to hear that? And I actually, it was this thing on YouTube called Epic Mealtime, where they had like the most, it was the most gluttonous thing I've ever seen in my life. Like they have like a bunch of, they have like 50 burgers, wrapped in that. I think it was a, um, a turkey wrapped in a pig wrapped in a whatever. And it was all covered in bacon. And like I put them on her page just to be like, it was so ignorant. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, that's how I was. Like, you know, like whatever. Like, you know, if it all falls down, we got a hunt, what are we going to do? And I realized, I'm like, you know, explains other things like that. But, um, you know, that didn't get me. But I think it was really, you know, learning about the health aspects and, you know, just people making it plain, you know, Somebody was like, you know, why do you think, you know, like, even like pork, like people like, well, you know, I hear pork makes you angry or whatever. And then they're like, no, it doesn't. But then if you try to take someone's bacon away, even if you bring up the concept of turkey bacon, they get upset. So perhaps it might be on to something. Just maybe. Just maybe. Uh, Candace, anything you want to uh, add? Um, more so on the, the why. The why is so important. And, and, Really, I think once you start to have your mindset in that direction, your ability to do so just comes. You know, people have these excuses. I want to do this more than this. I want to see results right away. And we'll get into this probably more so when we talk about specific ways to detox and things we use to detox. But a lot of times you have conditions when you have a, you know, hypertension, Conditions that are hard to manage, diabetes, things like that, thyroid issues. When you have these conditions, um, it takes time for your body to level out. So people like to give themselves a way out by being like, oh, but it's wrong, but I can't eat this, but it's expensive, but it's this that. Like, I, I mean, I used to be, like I said, I used to be of excuses, and I used to, you know, I, I look on Facebook and they have, um, you know, uh, your, your memories, and I see, like, people post, oh, how do you, how's your workout going, how's this and that going? It was 2012, and I was still, you know, complaining, saying I should work out, saying I should do this and that. So once you put out your why, your reason why you truly, truly want this, and you care about yourself enough, everything else has to fall into place. And like, like the way you feel about that, of course, you'll slip, but, you know, you still fall into place and you really, really want something. So, um, yes, um, yes, the why is very, very important. Um, See, uh, so when it comes to, um, I guess, once you have it made up in your mind that, you know, all right, so I'm going to stop, you know, doing this, I need to take control of my health, I need to take control of my destiny. Um, what's, what would you say, Brooke, is like the first kind of um, deterrent that people, you know, kind of face? Uh, you know, the, the mindset part is the biggest one. <laughs> because, and I don't want to keep being a dead horse, but the mind will really just play tricks on you, and that's why it's important. And you got to figure out, this is what I discovered. This entire journey is really all about discovering. It's really all about becoming aware of who you are. 
time. I don't have the money. This is too hard. Um, depending on how strong or weak you may be, depending on how relationships, you know, break in your life, the opinions of others may matter. So, you know, what other people think that you're doing or why you're doing it, that's, that's not good. You know, it's always interesting how the most unhealthiest people on the, in, on the world are never, ever concerned when you're out drinking, smoking, eating pizza every day, Chinese food, um, burgers. No one is ever concerned about your health, but the moment you start eating more fruits and vegetables, you sure that's healthy? You, you, you sure you're okay with that? You sure is that going to be enough for you? Know what I mean? So, you know, first, be expect these things, you know, and you got to figure out what works for you. The hardest part in this process is reprogram your subconscious. That's the hardest part because what I've discovered is the more you begin to reprogram that subconscious and you start coming into who you are as a person. You really tap into this level of self-confidence and self-esteem to where it really no longer matters what anyone else thinks. Like, you are so comfortable. You don't need a co-sign. It don't matter if mama don't understand. It don't matter if daddy, girlfriend, homie. It doesn't matter because you're that solid in who you are, but that does take time. So early on for me, there were tools that I had to use. I used to hate journaling when I was in school. I just hated it. I thought it was done. Um, and for a long time, after I left school, I didn't do it. But I learned it was critical for me or very beneficial because I would talk to myself. Like, you know, I had to become my own cheerleader. Like, yo, you are soft. <laughs> you a champ, baby. We got you. It's frustrating right now, but we understand that this is part of the process. Um, and, and I will write to myself every day, and sometimes more than every day, but, you know, it's on a consistent basis. And that part began to help me. Then I would look to other schools. You know, YouTube was my best friend. I had a playlist that would only speak positive to me. You know, different things. I had two sides of the spectrum. I had the straight location, you know, tell me, and don't nobody want to hear you you know, fuck it up. And then I had the that gave me a bit of compassion, like, yo, be kind to yourself, understand this is the process, understand that it's going to take time, that you got to fall in love with the journey. So I have both sides of those things, whatever, whatever one I need to kind of fall back on to kind of help me in the process, to build my subconscious up and reprogram that thing. Because the reprogram is the most important part of, of this entire process. You know, we can give people resources, we can bring food, vegetables into certain communities, but if the mindset hasn't changed, it doesn't matter because they don't want it. And they're not going to get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want that. I don't see a need for that. I don't have a desire for that. So, again, the awareness part, coming into, yes, this is what I want. This is what I have to do for myself because I deserve it because I am my greatest time. All right, now, let's get started. Where do I start? The
zero to a hundred because it's not fair. Like what I'm doing now in my journey, I wouldn't advise you to go and get started. Like it's, it's not even realistic. Yes, it doesn't mean you couldn't, but Story hosted at Old Westbury with Old Westbury Web Radio. I'm your host, Dwayne, with my co host, Candace. Hey. And our special, special, special guest, Project Brooke. So, um, yes, we were just talking about um, just detoxing, you know, kind of um, getting all the gunk out, um, getting the system flush, basically. And, um, Actually, during the break, we were actually talking about, you know, results and how people like to, you know, if it's not, you know, uh, they don't see a result in two weeks, then, you know, they'll get upset. And, you know, it took those 40 years to get to where they're at. So, uh, what do you kind of want to shed some light on that briefly? Man, oh, man, I, I am the biggest advocate of Oh, 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 
that may, you know, depending on how you grew up, maybe you were more of a fruit and vegetable type person. But many of us, know, soul food, fast food, that's what we did. And while I don't believe that we are bound to genetic something, we can have genetic witnesses, but it's never the final trace of I believe because of genetics blows the gun, but diet pulls the trigger. So just because you are genetically predisposed to something, it does not mean that that's final for you. So you gotta watch the words. I believe in the power of the mind, but also the power of words. You gotta stop saying and even believing that just because, you know, high blood pressure or cancer or anything else ready in your family, that you're automatically doomed to get that too. Let's keep it real. What else runs in our family? Bad habits. You know, don't show me the study where, you know, we do something different. If the habits are different, then you can't do the same thing that's true. I didn't say that. But, so, back to the detox thing, guys, it, it, it really is no perfect. It's different for everyone. It depends. I have been cleansing extensively since, oh, gosh, the end of 2000. So, I became a vegan December 2014. And that's when I began. That was the first thing. At that time, I was taking home with the doctor. And she did get the meal going. I give her credit for that. But I knew that she could no longer help me when I asked her about doing a detox and she told me it wasn't necessary. And I knew enough then to know what kind of doctor, holistic or not, would advise someone not to do a detox. That it wasn't necessary. And I had never done one before. Yeah, I had just fast, you know, fast at first, getting a fast. I had done those things before, but I had never actually done a cleanse before. And I just thought it was bizarre. And from that moment, I just decided, you know, I got it from here. I'll take it from here. And, and that's what I did. But, man, I spent the first year of cleansing and put some people out, passing parasites. I did nothing with parasite places. And I passed some places in the toilet. They were alive. I was just family my students, so that's how I know, you know, if you don't know, you may probably not even notice it, but I was curious to see, but I was really cleansing off and on, you know, for, you know, 10 days, I would come off, I would come back and do another, sometimes I would leave a break, maybe a month in between that, I would go back, and I still had this, I was like, oh my God, like, how long has this been inside of me growing? But I was a hardcore meat eater, so I'm not surprised. And I was a hardcore pork eater. Like, I would, you know, in college, I would cook a pack of bacon at midnight. That was a snack. <laughs> you know? So, you know, there is no time frame. It's different for everyone. It depends on the results that you're getting. You kind of got to just get started and gauge it from there. You'll know when you need to keep going. You'll know when you can kind of, you know, all right, I'm good. Said seven years, it's kind of like you fall from bankruptcy. Okay, your credit is kind of the same thing. Yes, but uh, wow, that's that's crazy. Um, so yes, um, examine your school, I guess. Um, I'm actually going to do an episode about that <laughs> at some point. Me and uh, Candace were talking about that. Um, you remember that conversation, Candace? I don't remember what the title is, but it's the conversation. The low down, on the, on the, it was like low down brown, it was the 
bow down on. I don't know, some, some ladies. But, um, yes, so, um, yes, we you know, talking about, um, when it comes to, like, clearing out parasites and everything like that, um, what would you say is kind of, um, if someone was interested in that, or, like, um, first of all, let's talk about, like, parasites, for those who don't know. If you're listening and you hear my voice, uh, we have some technical difficulties. Um, we may have been hacked by the Russians. I'm not exactly sure. However, um, Candace is um, no longer with us right now for this episode. She's alive. She's just no longer with us here on the show. Um, we were able to salvage Rook. Um, but, um, yes. Yes. Um, the devil is busy. The devil is definitely busy. So, um... Before this whole fiasco happened, I believe we were talking about um, parasites. So, um, if you could uh, just brief, briefly wrap up, you know, parasites, like, what, the next minute before we go to break? 
if your body is out of whack, if you are retaining waste and not kind of you know, naturally flushing that through, and if you're not cleansing on a consistent basis, you're eating a lot of meats, it's highly likely that you can be a breeding ground and you are a breeding ground, I would argue, for these other critters. What would you say is a telltale sign that you have parasites? Um, you know what? It can be anything from bloating after you, after you eat. It can be rashes on your skin, just random rashes. Like you have no idea to be a random rash. Um, gosh, it can be so many things. I mean, even if you lack focus, you have a, 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 a hard time concentrating. That could be linked back to um, parasites. I know I had um, night sweats, and night sweats can be um, tied to parasite as well, and not even being able to sleep at night insomnia. So it's like a wide range of things that can be going on, but those are some of the biggies that kind of give you that red flag that, hmm, I, I may need to, um, oh, the, the biggest one is craving starch and craving sugar. That, that's the biggie. Actually, um, we're going to take a break, but we're going to be back with ways to actually detox. So stay tuned for more with the Green Inside Story. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are tuned into the Green Inside Story at Old Westbury with Old Westbury Web Radio. And I'm your host, Dwayne. And this is um, elsewhere right now. But we do have our guest, Brooke. So, um, yes, this has been a very, very interesting episode. Um, there's been a lot of gems. There's been a lot of technical difficulties. There's been a lot of everything. <laughs> so, um, yes, um, when it comes to detoxing, um, what are some of the best methods from, I guess, some of the most... Um, you know, some people aren't um, as financially um, astute as others. So, you know, what's some, some cheap ways, some more expensive ways? Just what are different ways to detox and kind of um, remove the worms from us? Well, you know, the detox process, um, just in general, I would say to, to someone who's like, look, I'm strapped. I don't have the money for all these fancy classes. What can I do? If you would immediately just go for a and veggie-only diet. So that means you eliminate dairy, meat, soy, wheat, all the biggies, and just eat fruits and vegetables. Um, that will begin your process. You can always gauge where you are, where your body is, um, by what type of response you get. A lot of people don't like some of the side effects that kind of come with cleansing. And I used to be one of those who say, you know, you know, you just push it and, you know, you just make it happen. And, and I, that's partly true, but I like to kind of guide people to go through the least um, kind of invasive process possible. Like, I don't want you to have to be, you know, down and out of your path. I remember one of the things that I did learn early on from a holistic doctor, and she kind of compared the body. 
meaning you have a tub with a bunch of plugs. And those plugs are essentially your organs. Well, if you fill that, that tub up and take a bath, all of your dirt is going to be saturated in that water. Well, if you don't take the plugs out, what happens? You, you just sit and you marinate in all of that dirt. And it's kind of the same thing. It sometimes isn't wise to try to go just all in because you got to rebuild your organs. And that sometimes takes time. You know, your liver may need to be, you know, it may be weak. And your kidneys may be weak. So it may not be filtering as well as it should be. So you can kind of tell where your body is by how you respond. Or when you start to eat foods and vegetables, the first thing you're going to have is cravings. And part of that is mental. A lot of it's like you are used to doing certain things, so it's like I gotta have it. Oh my god, I'm about to die. You know, you literally go through this process, and it's usually like that first three days. Because if you can get through that first three days, it kind of mellows out a little bit. Um, but kind of taking that first approach and, and moving on from there, so if you don't have money to kind of invest in herbal detoxes. Can always go the food route. So step one could be just fruits and vegetables. Step two could be, you know, you could do the juicing thing. And you can start small. You don't have to do like a 30-day cleanse. Even on the weekend, if you chose three days, I'm going to juice for three days. That may be too much for some people. You know, even if one day, 24 hours could be a good way to start. Really good, but our bodies are so toxic. I don't like recommending, especially extended fasting. Fasting. If anything, I recommend skipping breakfast and do intermediate fasting, where you only you don't eat until maybe 11 or 12. And again, you can use that as a way to gauge if you're feeling like you're about to die because you missed that first meal shows you how toxic the body is because most of the thing I got a headache and I'm feeling sluggish because I need food and actually what you're experiencing is a healing crisis and if you allow your body to kind of work through that it, you will not miss a meal you're not going to die like we overeat so much it's just bizarre when people feel like if they did miss a meal they're going to die or inside and I'm going to start, you know, losing muscle and it's like, come on, look how much you eat. It's no way possible. Like, we of us eat so much, we probably could go 30 days without eating to be <laughs> and be fine. So, start with the food. Like, what can you do with your food? You got a little bit of control there. What you buy, what you purchase. Fruits and vegetables start there. Um, if you do, you know, the parasites can be tricky. They're kind of stuck. So, I have found that the herbs are kind of critical or kind of, you know, very beneficial to kind of assist um, in that process. A good one is um, black walnut holes. That's a good one for um, parasites. Papaya seeds is good. Um, another one that I used that was pretty good for for parasites as well. A worm, wormwood herb is a good one. Um, parsley, parsley root. I mean, you can eat the real thing if you want. 
but uh, with dried herbs, you as well. So it's, a, you know, so it's different things that you can add in. I think the approach is a little bit different depending on where you are. You are having severe side effects. Um, you kind of want to attack that kind of head on. You do want to get a parasite cleanse. I always recommend um, Mama Kimmy at HealThyself360.com. It's very affordable. It's like 13 bucks, I think. It's just a 10-day cleanse. For her, um, during that process, she kind of recommends, um, similar to what I just said, fruits and vegetables and removing all starches, wheat, soy, and meat. And I started on herbs. And I and they it's fantastic. Like I said, I think they're very reasonably priced. You can basically move up so she has a super version that's a little bit stronger. Um, so those I think when dealing with the parasites and you know if you don't have any major issues, you, you may be fine like, hey, I just rather take it slow and then eventually move towards, you know, taking some type of herb. Um and of course, for those who do want to invest, you can look at the herbal cleanses. I have, you know, those that I use personally, but I just say this, no matter where you go, make sure that it's a reputable company. Make sure that the ingredients is 100% herbs. It shouldn't be anything else in there. You don't need anything else. The herbs are going to do the job. Um, I have used, again, um, Kimmy has three, uh, Whole 360, which is kind of like a full body flush that's like 10 days. I've used Dr. Morris and Dr. Morris Herbal Club, Health Club, I'm sorry, dot com. These herbs are great. Of course, I've used the um, Good Brother Tahuti and Tahuti Montara herbs. And he has a full body detox. It's like 20 days. There are many out there. Uh, I can't vouch for all. Kind of check the reviews to see, you know, you can tell by trying different clothes um, who kind of has more potent herbs. But when you first start out, all of them, you know, <laughs> because you're just not used to taking that on. But soul is better. Unless you have immediate problems. Now, some people can't afford to take it so Like, if you have issues, whether it's tumors or cancer or, you know, some really pressing medical issues, you may have to be a little bit more aggressive. But those who don't, you know, start as you know as slow as slow as possible and gradually move towards. I think maybe a little bit better so that you can kind of avoid a lot of those detox symptoms. So start just with the food. Just start with that and see how your body responds. Then once you feel like you got a good footing on that, then move to more adding the herbal cleanses. Okay, so basically it's like baby steps. Don't want right. to just dive in. Um, I think the only time that you really should dive in is when it comes to making a decision that you don't know, eat better and live better. Right. So, um, wow. Uh, so that actually took a lot less, a lot shorter than I thought it was going to take. But um, <laughs> here on your blog, um, tell us what we can find you. Um, I am at Project same same name under Twitter, Project Rook, um, Facebook, Instagram, uh, what else? Yeah, I think that's what the name is. Um, and, you know, if I could just say, um, I have a podcast as well on all of the um, iTunes, 
So, um, yes, that is our time. Again, um, check out um, Project Brook at projectbrook.com, Project Brook on Facebook, Project Brook on Twitter, Project Brook on um, iTunes, SoundCloud, and um, you say Google Play. Yes, and um, you can check us out at Green Aside Story at um, on Instagram, Green Aside Story on Facebook, and uh, Green Aside Story on Blog Talk Radio, and Green Aside Story on um, can't talk um, on the TuneIn Radio app. Um, at your um, with uh, yes, indeed. So uh, yes. Um, more coming soon, and again, um, we appreciate you coming on. And um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much. I really appreciate having having me on. And anybody, you know, please reach out if you have any questions. I don't know it all. I do know some things, but I am always looking to learn and to expand so, and to help. So please reach out if you have any questions. All right. Um, be well, everyone.